monstrous agonies. Episode 84 Great on our bodies. Energy. Take it from Jim. I can't possibly say. The pop, crack, crunch of bones pushed into place. It's almost two o'clock here on the Nightfolk Network, and time once more for our advice segment. First tonight, a listener dealing with unkindness from strangers. I hope it's alright for me to write in with this. It's not as specific as I know some people's problems can be. That's kind of why I'm struggling, to be honest. If it was like a particular person giving me grief, maybe I could handle it better. The problem is, I never know when it's going to happen. Sometimes it'll be months, I'll forget that anyone has an issue with me, with my genus. And then suddenly, I'll be in the centre trying to buy my bread and ice cream, and someone starts screaming. It's mortifying. I try not to let it bother me, but sometimes that's easier said than done. If I'm feeling alright about myself, or if it's just one idiot trying to make trouble, fine. But there's been times I haven't felt safe. The worst of it is when I'm at work. Someone came over to me the last day and started laying into me, saying an omen of death shouldn't be working in a hospital. I'm a receptionist, for flip's sake. I'm not exactly stuck in the halls looking for people to shove off the coil like. It just gets to me, the ignorance especially. First of all, banshees announce death. We don't cause it. Second of all... I'm more than just a banshee. I'm a person, with a life and a job and an existence outside my genus. Please help me. I have no clue what to do. How do I stop being bothered by this and get on with my life? I'm afraid I'm not sure there is a way to simply stop being bothered by this, listener. Instead, I recommend using the systems available to you to minimise the frequency or ferocity of these situations and finding ways to process your emotions rather than trying to minimise them. Let's start with your workplace. Your employer should have a policy on how to deal with bullying and harassment. This will include both formal and informal action that you can take and who, specifically, you can go to for help. You may also find it helpful to talk to your union rep and see what support they can offer. There are systems in place here designed to keep you safe while you work. Use them. Unfortunately, there's no simple answer for the public harassment that you're facing, Street harassment is a sad fact of life for many members of the community and is the result of systemic inequality in the sapio-dominant society we live in. As such, you as an individual can't really put a stop to it. Concentrate instead on building practices that help you cope with the situation and taking care of yourself. You might feel you want to come up with some tactics to address the issue as it happens. There are several organisations that work to empower marginalised genuses to stand up to street violence. 
from national groups like the Wildblood Foundation to grassroots movements like Bite Back. These organisations will be able to give you more specific advice. But in general, you want to be assertive but not aggressive and concentrate on the behaviour you want to stop rather than attacking the abuser themselves. One thing to note, while it may be tempting to correct their misapprehensions about your genus, this is not the time. The issue isn't that they misunderstand the nature of Banshee's relationship with death. Their behaviour would be unacceptable regardless of the factual accuracy of their claims. All this being said, if you feel that biting your tongue and ignoring the person is best for you, then please do that. There's no wrong answer here, and you need to do what feels right for you. I'd only suggest finding a way to acknowledge and process the incident after the fact. Telling a friend who can validate your feelings, for example. This behaviour is not your fault. Stopping it is not your responsibility. However you decide to proceed, please understand that yours are the only feelings that matter here, and you are beholden to act in nobody's interests but your own. In association with Double Booked, the calendar app calibrated for multiple timelines. Track your schedule in up to five different dimensions and get a month's free trial to Double Booked Pro when you refer a friend. Please note, one month free trial is calculated from mainstream terrestrial standard and does not include time spent in decelerated or suspended time zones. Double Booked. Time management made easy. Our second letter this evening is from a listener feeling tempted by an opportunity for escape. A few months ago, I was in the middle of clearing my parents' old house after my father sadly had to move into a nursing home. I came across what I thought was an old fur rug until I picked it up and felt the connection. It was instant. Electric, I, I just... I just knew. It was a coat. It was... It was my coat. I know that sounds presumptuous. I had no idea we even had these genes in the family. But I knew it was mine by rights. My inheritance. It was calling to me. The... The ocean was calling me home. Here's the thing, I'm over 50 and I'm, I'm not happy. I've known for a long time that my wife would have married someone else if it had been legally possible in the 1980s. I've always been her consolation prize, I suppose. We try to make the best of it, but we, uh, it's, well, I think it's fair to say we can't really stand the sight of each other now. <sighs> Both of our children have reached adulthood. The elder, with whom I get on quite well, has moved away for work. 
though we keep in touch as best as we can, of course. The younger... I just don't understand her. She seems determined to be cynical about everything, responding to anything I say with negativity. My attempts to have any sort of meaningful conversation with her consistently fail. We have very little in common. And to cap it all off, I've been working the same miserable office job for almost 30 years, with very little to show for it and no sense of achievement or progress. So, of course, I'm tempted to just take the coat down to the seaside and swim away from it all. I know nothing about the sea, or about my genus, or about the life that would await me there. But despite all of that, it still seems a less daunting prospect than spending the rest of my life with a wife I can't stand, and a daughter I can't understand. I feel such a longing inside me. The call of a simpler life in the waves. What do I do? Should I heed that call? Listener, I am reminded of something that noted ally of the community Neil Gaiman once wrote. Wherever you go, you take yourself with you. Leaving your life behind to sink into the cold ocean waves may feel tempting, but it won't help you solve your emotional issues. There is no amount of salt water you can put behind you that will keep your past at bay. You have been hurt, badly hurt, by the life you've lived thus far, but if you leave now, you will never be able to heal. All of the problems you've mentioned here have solutions. They may feel like radical solutions, but all pale in comparison to running away to live in the ocean. What's more, while I would never advocate letting yourself suffer just to keep others comfortable, it is a simple matter of fact that you are not the only person affected by this decision. Talk to your family. Tell your wife that you're unhappy and you want a divorce. Give her the dignity of knowing what has happened to her husband and ending the relationship in a way that can give you both closure. From the sounds of it, it doesn't seem like she'll object. You also need to speak to your daughter. She sounds deeply unhappy and will likely be further upset by the news of her parents' separation. I hope you will hear this with the kindness that it's meant, but I'm not convinced you have the skills or the emotional capacity to help her through this yourself. What you can do is offer her a model for what healthy coping might look like. And in case you haven't realised this, it doesn't look like abandoning your life for the numbing cold of deep water. You need help 
listener, professional help. Talk to a counsellor about your feelings of frustration and the difficulty you have communicating with your loved ones. Learn how to process your feelings instead of pushing them away. In the meantime, you might like to connect with your genus. Reach out to your local Selkie community and give yourself some broader context for this discovery, even if you aren't able to fill in the blanks of your family history. In short, connect with the reality of your heritage, rather than being swept away in the romantic fantasy it suggests. If this seems like a lot, remember, there is nothing as patient as the ocean. It's not going anywhere. If in time you decide that you would rather put on your seal skin and slip into the salty quiet of the sea never to return, I fully support you in that decision. I only want you to make the choice from a place of calm positivity rather than blind desperation. The ocean will still be there when you're ready. Also, quit your job. I meant to say that earlier, sorry. Just leave, it it sounds awful. Everywhere, every when on 131.3 FM. That's all for our advice segment. Time now for the return of Cookery Corner as we explore that staple of Shadow Beast cuisine, the juice of the apostasy fruit. It's terrible, it's wrong. It's only make-believe. Oh, exactly, that's it, like... uh... Episode 84 of Monstrous Agonies was written and performed by H.R. Owen. Tonight's first letter was submitted by Brez Isn't There. The second letter was from Toblerone Deprived, and this week's advert came from Reggie Kim. Thanks, friends. Hello and welcome to our latest supporters on Patreon, Darcy and Eldritch Moththing. Join them at patreon.com slash monstrousagonies or make a one-off donation at ko-fi.com slash hroin. You can also help us grow our audience by sharing with your friends and familiars and following us on Tumblr at monstrousagonies and on Twitter at monstrous underscore pod. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 international license. The theme tune is Dakota by Unheard Music Concepts. Thanks for listening, and remember, the real monsters are the friends we made on the way.